हेलो वेलकम डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह दिस साइड टुडे इन यूनिट 17 ट्राइब डेटरी एंड कॉमन प्रॉपर्टी रिसोर्सेज वी आर गोइंग टू स्टार्ट अवर लेक्चर विद टॉपिक कल्चर ऑफ द कॉमन्स अ सेंस ऑफ शेयरिंग एंड एक्सचेंज इज इम्प्लीसिट समथिंग दैट इज शेयर्ड इज कॉमन वन वे ऑफ शेयरिंग इज बाय मींस ऑफ एक्सचेंज एंड द अदर वे इज टू बी पार्ट ऑफ अ सिमिलर सरकमस्टांस different communities have defined this relation from the standpoint of their respective cultural world view shifting cultivation is sustainable because it defines relation to land and forest in term of individual rights and collective responsibility briefly shifting cultivation is a system of clearing patches of forest in succession for husbanding crops and then leaving the clearing fallow for forest regeneration in the best example of the system any family will move from one clearing to another once in two years over at least 24 clearings the internal logic of the system is that a clearing is husbanded for one year and his fellow for 48 years in these 48 years the clearing is reforested it is important to note that at any point of time different clearings are at different stages of regeneration the family or the group of people have a right to their produce depending on the amount of work they have done when a clearing is left fallow then it becomes a commons for where firewood roots and other forest produce can be taken by members of the group this system allows for regeneration time one reason why the clearing in fallow becomes the commons is because the recovery of the forest is a collective responsibility in other words there is no right over land there is only right to use the product of labor and along with it there is a the obligation to resist to use of the commons to forest produce and allow for regeneration the world view underlying this system amongst the quarters of azuma in bastar chatisgarh is that the forest belongs to the talumuti mean mother earth the territorial boundary of a settlement is in fact the same as the area over which a particular mother earth has jurisdiction that is to say without mother earth consent it is not possible to make a clearing for settlement the quarters observe that whenever this is not done there is no peace in the settlement people fail ill there is a crop failure and animal from the forest such as the tiger and the cobra enter the settlement and disturb everyday life furthermore a settled social life can be sustained by continuously fulfilling one's obligation to mother earth 
this entails making offerings before beginning a new cultivation cycle and before eating the new harvest of the crops and fruits like mango and turmeric any disturbance in the relation with mother earth results in disturbance in social life the institution of the kesar gayata maintains this relation there is a person from a particular clan who is known as the kesar gayata he is a caretaker on behalf of the settlement and talumruti he knows the sec- secret geography of the settlement this constituted of the secret places within the boundaries of the settlement these places circumscribe the place for work for those secret places the most important is the secret groove where the shrine of the talumriti mother earth is located here no activity can be undertaken among the worldlies the farmer refuses to put poison bait for the rats which are devouring the crops but the rat has the first right to share of the crop the worldly farmer sh- would say when a tiger or leopard takes away a goat or a calf from the herd the elder would say whatever is edible will be eaten the animals also go hungry according to the labor theory of the value commons that part of the world we live in is where human labor has not been invested then human being cannot own it this includes the realm of nature both human and non human this realm has been created by the work of nature which is independent of the labor of, or the work of man the scale of time and space required for self regulating processes in nature to work out extends over the several thousands of the years these processes have creatively and continuously added to the abundance and diversity in nature it constitutes nature capacity for self regeneration our approximately 400 years of history of the industrial revolution we have observed that the time and space for creative self regulatory processes have shrunk on account of which variations and plentitudes are no longer infinite and inexhaustible this has undermined not only the survival of species but also the basic conditions of life itself at various levels of our existence we suffer the depletion of the capacity to recover and regenerate to overcome this crisis the relation between man and nature needs to provide for the time and space required for nature to recover its creative capacity this work of nature can be protected from the work of man by recognizing rights of nature to time and space and according design systems of use that do not violate these rights indeed human beings must take from nature only that 
much which will not only leave enough for others at a given point of time but will also give time and space for creative processes in nature to work out now let us conclude the unit the self regulatory capacity of nature is a gift it is a condition for the possibility of human existence how could there be a time and space for the work of nature when human relation to the nature is mediated through crops the idea of commons is not limited to property but to other freedoms of the mind the body and the spirit that are linked to with it the first thing we have to common is freedom without which there is neither the mind nor the spirit these three are gift of nature we cannot be free until we cooperate with each other this is because no one can live by himself in absolute freedom however with the cooperation of others he can that is to say my freedom is linked to the freedom of the other to be free the basic condition is independence in this the highest form of freedom is the freedom from self without this the other cannot be free property relation could be designed to ensure that there is no other in the process of using it for production such property relations constitute the commons for forest dwellers in india the sacred groves are one instance the commons is the source of regeneration and revitalization what makes sacred groves commons is the capacity for self regeneration or self reproduction this capacity cannot be valued it is valueless because its scale of time and space is far beyond the human scale a realm of nature that cannot be measured is thus left untouched it is inaccessible there are no technical solution to this problem that is to say no technology or technique can measure it this makes it the commons the commons are indispensable and for this reason people have a relationship with it the struggles for the recovery of the commons are thus not confined to the restoration of common community ownership it must be based on an understanding that nature has as much right to express and this is our freedom the cultural systems describes are only illustrations of what exists in the ground in many parts of the india from them we learn alternative principle of organizing the economy these may not be universal label however for that reason they should be given space for self expression and not be transformed into either private property of public property here we want to close this lecture and we have come to the end of the unit thanks for listening